0: Hello and welcome to Game Pass Forever, a standalone segment of the Outside is Overrated podcast. Each month we dive into a new game off the Xbox Game Pass lineup. This segment exists because of the generous support of our backers on Patreon. If you enjoy this content, please visit patreon.com slash oio and consider pledging at least $2 a month to support the show. Outside is Overrated is presented by Premier Health, where they teach us how to say words. Check out their website at premierhealthmn.com. That's premierhealthmn.com. I'm your magnanimous host, Tom Silachik, and joining me for the discussion tonight are the Hobby Box, Joe Burns, Hey-o. and Dr. C, Casey Aline.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody?
0: Casey, we are recording this at 8.30 p.m., and you walked in with like a 20-ounce coffee. Like, what are you doing, dude?
1: Oh, I love coffee. Coffee, coffee, good. But I, yeah, I drink so ca- much of it that I am, I'm not kidding, I'm immune to caffeine and its effects.
0: What I
2: about did. its diuretic effects? Like, you're not up all night peeing? Or do you have, like, an at-home catheter that you put in when you go to bed?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just think I'm so dehydrated from drinking so much of it that I just, <laughs> you know, only pee, like, three times a day anyways, and then it comes out like tar.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this white tar it comes out as. I don't understand. That's not tar, Chucko. <laughs>
0: For December's Game Pass for every game we played, Metal Hellsinger by The Outsiders. This game launched in September of this year and has a 79 on Metacritic. Um, and I just want to point out that it looks like there were no legitimate outlets that covered this game on Metacritic. So like, 79 is not a horrible score, but it was a lot of. Uh, it wasn't exactly Game Informer and IGN contributing to that which, score,
2: which is surprising to me because this game has a lot of like positive. Publicity, And I've heard like people talk about it on podcasts. It was nominated for multiple game awards this year. So it's not like it like completely flew under the radar and only people that pay attention to indie games know about it. So I was a little surprised that none of them had taken the time to actually review the game.
0: I guess it is a relatively recent release that follows a busy time for games. Like maybe it was just it could be so low on the pecking order. And IGN chopped a bunch of staff,
2: so you know, person that was working on Hellsinger was just about to press send, and then it was just like <laughs> got well, yeeted. Burn this. What does yeeted mean? And deleted. Mm. Um, yeeted is like basically just like destroyed. Oh. I think it's kind of. I don't know. I I'm not. Hey. Good kids. How's it going, fellow kids? You know, I, I, th- that's more me. I, I, I just think I know what people are talking about half the time on the internet.
0: But... Well, Casey, you have like three teenage boys. You get yeeted all over all day long. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a clue what the hell they're talking about half the time. <laughs> they talk it's... about skeet, too?
1: Or no, no, I think that's. Nah, no, that's uh, that's <laughs> 10, 10, 15 years ago there. Now it's. Uh, 20 like, years ago. Cap. Dude. Cap. It's Cap and no cap. And then, uh, like, L Riz and W Riz and. Uh, I'm trying to think of what some of the other stuff is. Oh, um, um, like we used to say, like, if your clothes were like, you know, grungy or like whatever, but like now that's like a cool thing. And it's called, uh, well, I guess it was kind of cool back when we were in the nineties, but, uh, what the heck is the term they call it? Dang it. Well,
0: well Casey noodles on that either way. Well, Casey noodles <laughs> on, well, Casey noodles on what the, whatever the hell his children have said. Fernzie, what is your take on the degradation of the English language? It, i mean i Would think this it's, have happened if you were still an english teacher well yeah
2: i mean there's nothing one man can do to stop the uh the onslaught that is the um bastardization of the language into easier to say things granted you look at english it has so many stupid weird rules anyway that i mean if a language is going to get just shat on it might as well be english because
0: you know do you think that german parents can like understand what their children are saying
2: so that's it that's the interesting thing like i like i would guess that a lot of the same things like kind of permeate through like maybe like the internet language is the language that like ends up like combining like everybody can speak the same language maybe you know that's the one that's the evolution that become makes us become a global society is leet speak
0: all right well let's all jack into the matrix and just live there forever ready player one
2: Drip is the word I was looking for. Ah,
0: uh, yeah. Drip. yeah,
1: Yes. So, yeah. like, if you got, like, I don't know, your shoes got holes in them or, like, you got, like, stains on your pants, you got, you got, some, you got some cool drip going on. But, but
2: <laughs> drip is just, in general, really cool. It can be, like, actually legitimately cool style, sure. too. Um, there's, like, a character in in Word that a guy that I was watching play through it uh, called Count Dripula. Because he kind of looked like he was, uh, well, and he is a count um and he kind of looked like uh, a little bit like a vampire but he's not a vampire but
0: I yeah he can called can him casey. count
2: dripply i thought it was funny
0: <laughs> that was uh, that was a little early for throwing things that comes in the ratings portion of the show yeah
2: yeah it's gonna it's gonna get heated i feel like heated and deleted
0: yeah yeah and yeet all over casey Metal Hellsinger is a first-person rhythm melee game. The core gameplay loop involves desperately trying to land hits on the beat to the music, frantically scrambling away from the minions, die, sacrifice part of your score to resurrect, and then die again and go play something fun.
2: It's not a melee game. It's a a shooter game. (laughs) Like, maybe because you only use the sword. I use primarily the sword, yes, until the boss fights. Yeah, um, no. I mean, this is a shooter, and the guns... Well, like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to it when we get there.
0: Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, speaking about talking about heated, loaded subjects, Casey, you dumped all over my beloved Vampire Survivors when you put this game up. How do you feel about your life choices? Are you ready to apologize? I mean, I didn't... Two days ago.
1: Over. No, I'm Vampire Survivor, I've never played it, but I know it has to be a good game. Although I thought... This was going to be a really good game, too. I was 100% duped by watching the trailer and seeing how awesome it was. And I'd never heard of a rhythm shooter before. I'm like, what the heck is a rhythm shooter? Oh, my God, that sounds crazy. You know, like, I like Guitar Hero. I like first-person shooters. Let's combine the two. Sounds awesome, right?
0: This Does thing sound was pretty cool. really, really
1: hard. And that just is I mean, the problem. This I, game was freaking hard. Yeah, it was.
2: But I'm always fine with, you know, playing something that allows you to do more than just use either the stick or the direction keys to run around and not get hit. Granted, you have to do a lot of that, too, but you're doing more in between
0: instead of just do-do-do. You know, generally, Burns, generally I'm with you. Like, it, when you describe Vampire Survivors, it sounds like a rubbish experience. Like, you just run around, you upgrade your weapons. And like. But there is something about the magic of being in that game and working your upgrade path and trying to get an optimal loadout and unlocking more stuff so that you can have an even better loadout next time. Like, I I have played a ridiculous amount of Vampire Survivors. It is the number one thing i played on my Steam deck. It's the number one thing i played on Steam. And uh, I should really look to see how much i played of that game this year and compare it to my PlayStation stats.
2: Yeah, I mean it's possible. I've 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 had a few good runs in it and I've unlocked I've unlocked some stuff and I get I get it. I I understand it. Me personally, you
0: I would much fun? rather
2: I would much rather invest our time into something that's more complex and interesting and has like a story to it and has um more than just like a couple maps that you're running around for as long as you can until you die.
0: I primarily put it up because A I was extremely familiar with it b it doesn't take much mental capacity and c this is a very busy time of year so uh thanks for trying to ruin my christmas casey
1: hey this was a short game and even shorter since you know we all kind of got frustrated with it and sort of gave up
0: after a while but (laughs) well to put it bluntly as of when i wrote these notes yesterday we all disliked (laughs) this game uh did either of you make it past the first board casey what did it take for you to break through on this game
1: yeah, I did pass the first board, but only after I switched the difficulty to easy and changed the controls to better suit my hand position because I just could not.
0: I mean, what do you have to me? change about, like, trigger and, like, clicking the right stick? Like
1: For some reason, I could not, like, my middle finger, like, trying to do a beat with my middle finger. My middle finger or... Like Why do you I, use your
0: middle finger? I
1: don't know Whichever one it was. So this is
0: your pointer finger.
1: Either, well, I can't remember which. Because <laughs> this I, is I, your middle finger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is my middle finger, Tom. Which one were
1: you using the controller with? Well, I switched it like pretty quickly because I realized I, for some <laughs> reason, for some reason, my thumb like is just a much better unit of tapping and keeping beat with it. It's so the I Logan changed. technique. So I ch- <laughs> so 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 really quickly I changed. Whatever the shoot button was from whatever <laughs> R R one R two to uh, B or X I can't remember which one I changed
0: it to. Okay, so shooting games since like the PS two era, maybe even PS one era, have always used like R two as like the shoot button, like always. Yeah, Always. you changed it to click the right stick being the not the right shoot stick. action. No,
1: it was B or X, one of the the buttons, so not the not the not the stick, and. The reason well i get your point with shooting but like if i'm shooting like i am just pounding the crap out of that button right so i'm not
0: like so I'm, how are you having so trouble with the beat reason, if you're just frantically pressing like as this, like this
1: <laughs>
2: finger just does not like want to stay on a beat or my pointer finger whatever the heck finger it is does not want to stay on beat <laughs> I, have, I have so many questions right now the first is with the logan technique then if you're good with doing the the beat with your thumb do you have to <laughs> pulsate it with a beat too like, match up with the person's heartbeat? <laughs> or I've, I've never once done it, so I really don't know, and I never once learned it.
0: So what do you pull the R2 button with on a standard control? I just had an oh, so you Xbox controller. That
2: was my other question. Yep. So I go you claw it with the two fingers, one on the yes. RBLB, your pointer finger on the RBLB, and your middle finger on the triggers. Yep. Ah. This is how I... That's. I was wondering if that's what you were doing.
1: <laughs> Tom is be- befuddled at the moment. So this, I don't remember which one we shoot, but like this doesn't work. So this was my beat. Boom, 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 boom.
0: This explains That's why you like. Better. This explains why you like the N64 controller so much. You just hold controllers wrong.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, you have this big <laughs> amazing brain, and you're amazing at everything. We found something that Casey sucks at. It's literally <laughs> holding a controller. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how the hell do you
1: not? Like, what do you do? This? Yeah, here, hand it
0: over here. <laughs> you know, this rests in your hand, and. Pointer fingers over the trigger buttons. Trigger, grenades, move, move. So then you move your finger up. You have two fingers there. Why? That's, in effect, that's like... It's not enough real estate
2: for two fingers, though.
0: Yeah, I got these big, chunky fingers. This wouldn't work for me. And, like, grenade is sometimes on the R1 button, so, like, you don't fire this is frantically. It's always the lower one.
2: And I think because of the Weird. biology of the hand, this finger has a lot more freedom of movement than the middle finger does because of how your ring finger kind of holds it back, right? Boy. Casey,
1: you're a doctor for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Why are we explaining this to you? <laughs> Which is why I switched it to my thumb, because your thumb is like amazingly good at doing stuff.
2: So then, how did you do the like the, when you weaken an opponent and have to do the melee technique, the, the, the melee hit?
1: I switched everything. So, <laughs> I switched... The so when you weak them in and you do like the, the yeah. charge t- attack, I switched over to L1. Okay, my reload so jump was still A, X was attack, um, Y was still reload, B was your um, like special or whatever. So, yeah, when you when you loaded, you so that was the same, and then the charged was here, and then dash was I, I linked to the, the stick, so I'd put huh. it down on the on the stick to dash, and this was fast so i boom, 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 and that's what it was huh yeah, it, yeah. Worked, it worked extremely well for me like once everything i figured it out
2: well and once you turned beat assist on right too
1: well i mean that was different but like so after <laughs> oh yeah after, that's why after, you after couldn't I play this it, game no i i was able i was able to make it all the way to the end of the first level after i changed everything but prior to that like it was just awful like yeah. i couldn't do anything i would die like at the first like i don't know it was just it was bad yeah because <laughs> really, it's really
0: really bad because it's a bad game this is just fascinating because you know i'm a big believer in your big old brain like i i think you i think you are a brilliant person i think you process things incredibly well i've complained endlessly about your twitch reflexes and just like how like quick you are with your twitch movements and like it's just fascinating to know that your issue was just don't, nobody touch how to hold a controller <laughs>
1: Well, maybe it wasn't that, but just, yeah, like I said, for some reason, like, I could not get even close to staying on beat with my whatever finger, middle finger, ring finger, whatever it is, or pointer finger, but... (laughs) thumb seemed to work a heck of a lot better for me
0: well Bernsey, the last time we texted about this game yeah. you hated it with the burning fiery passion like we were all right there with like a just we did not enjoy this experience yeah. as of just a couple days ago yeah. but it sounds like your experience turned as
2: well no this game was saved by the bell a bit for me so the first time i played it it was like it was interesting i gave like
0: go ahead given how casey holds a controller how do you think he holds a bell like i just hold the handle and go ring a ding ding yeah i would oh okay you don't have like you don't like hold it up with your foot (laughs) no we hold bells the same tom
2: (laughs) how often are people holding bells like more often than
0: you think (laughs) mora.
1: yeah i was just saying mora a lot i mean the vasalopit comes along everybody's holding bells yeah man the the what the vasalopit
0: like the biggest ski race in north america minnesota i don't know yeah
1: berkey in wisconsin's bigger But
0: yeah, well, half those guys.
2: (laughs) So the first time I played, I made it like three attempts at the first level. And so at first, kind of like we had talked about, I don't think when I did the calibration for like the beat and everything like that, um, I think I was like not hitting it at the right time. And so when I redid it to to um, calibrate it with the sound, I actually closed my eyes So that was just off of me hearing it. And that seemed to fix it a little bit. Um, But I just, I struggled with that first level that first time through. And then the second session, I went, I made one attempt at that first level and I just got mad and I was just like, nope, I'm done. So it was like, okay, I need to play this a little bit more before we record. So tonight after I ate supper, I jumped into the game and for some reason it just clicked. And like, I... I blew through the first level, didn't die, um, finished the boss and everything like that. Got to the second level, made it all the way through the second level. I didn't get knocked down twice, but I finished it. I was just like I was just like, okay, this is like so much I don't know what changed. I really don't know what changed. Um, but it just kinda clicked. And um, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I think the like the guns that you get, the two pistols that you get in the second level are so much easier to play with than the shotgun which is why it feels a little weird to me that they started with the
0: shotgun well the shotgun sucks and like you get a talking head that shoots bullets too and that sucks too and so like the only viable weapon for me in the first board was the sword and that's why i think of this as a rhythm melee game
2: (laughs) see i use the shotgun like primarily through that and then once i got the pistols i used that most of the time and started to switch between weapons because the shotgun's better against certain enemies Um, and the pistols are better against other enemies, the one thing that the pistols allow you to do that the shotgun really doesn't do is as we were talking about a little bit before, if you weaken an enemy or you hit it like on beat enough times, it will go into like this staggered state and then you can press in the right stick to hit it and you get like, I think it like shoots up your points quite a bit. And um, it heals you. And it heals you. It drops like healing. And, And so that's like an integral part of the game. And when you're playing with a shotgun earlier on, there's like only the big behemoth enemies that it actually will stagger unless you like have a glancing blow against uh, a guy or two and so it's just it's a it's a weird choice for earlier in the game when you're learning like how all this stuff works together and once I got those guns like everything just kind of seemed to go a lot smoother and I was flipping between weapons um, to try to be more effective and and the game really started to pick up for me
0: I found the stagger mechanic to be exceptionally frustrating. I had the hardest time with the timing specifically on the stagger.
2: Yeah. And I think it might be something similar to like what you're saying is like, you know, you get used to doing the beat on your trigger finger, right? And you kind of get into the rhythm of that. And then when you're switching over to press in the stick with your thumb, yeah, I I had the same problem where it's like, I'm not hitting it at the right time. You hit it a couple of times and once you're off beat, you're kind of hosed. So it's, like, you try to, like, hit it, hit the guy with the melee finisher a couple of times and it doesn't work. I, and I also, I really wish, there was a couple times where it's, like, I would hit in that right stick just wanting it to melee like it does in, like, every other first-person shooter. And it's, like, that would have been a good use of the sword, too, if I could, like, switch between it more easily instead of this weird mechanic where you hit, um, I think it's the left bumper to switch to either the sword and then hit it again to switch to the skull And then you have to hit the face buttons to switch to your other guns. It's just like this weird... Why are we having some of our weapons on one and then other weapons on this other set of buttons? It just... It was a really weird choice to me. Um, granted, as I started to use it a little bit more, well, A, I never really used, unless I really needed to use the sword, I never really used any of that
0: stuff at all. And I never used guns.
2: Yeah, and then it's just like, <laughs> I used the shotgun until I got the pistols, and then I used the pistols most of the time and flipped to the shotgun when I need it.
0: It seemed like there was a special bar that I was building up. I never figured out how to trigger my special, so I never used Let's that. trigger. Yeah.
2: Or B button. <laughs> Yeah. The specials are the specials are huge because with the shotgun, so each weapon does a different special. So with the shotgun, it shoots out like this blast that does like lots of damage to whatever enemy you hit with it. I think it'll go through multiple enemies too if they're lined up. Yep. Um and then the pistols actually drop like almost like, a, like a
1: laptop gun in perfect dark.
2: Or it's like uh McCree in uh, or not McCree, um the guy with the skull face. Reaper. Reaper. He almost does kind of that type of thing where he's standing there and he's just shooting things. Bam, 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 bam. It's for a
1: projection me. of yourself. So like, yeah. you can keep running around the board and killing stuff and the projection stays where you, your special yeah. is and just mows down anything in that area.
2: Yeah. And it seems like every time it hits things, it hits like at perfect on the beat too. And so it's like, okay, well, this is a good way to build up to like 16 times, which is your max multiplier um, to really rack up the scores. And so yeah, it's all about then killing things on the beat. The better you do at killing things on the beat, you build up similar like Guitar Hero. You build up your multiplier, and the more time you spend, your multiplier, the more points you get. If you die, it subtracts points. Every damage you take subtracts points. And then there's a leaderboard, and it's all about trying to be as high as you can on the on the leaderboard. Um, which you know global leaderboard. There's no way I'm ever going to do that. But after I finished the first level, I was I was above both you two chumps. Well, if you use B assist, you don't get to go on the leaderboard. That part. is true. That is true. <laughs> and
0: I played this game before you, so I
2: never. That is true. You did better than me on the second
0: map, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Suck on that, Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a weird thing. Like, a lot of times when I play games with a sound element, like, I get into a flow with it. Like, Geometry mm-hmm. Wars springs into mind for me as, like, the main experience here. With this game, even though it was rhythm-based, I could never find that flow. Like, I couldn't. I had to rely on my eyes especially for that stupid stagger mechanic like i had to wait for it to show me okay now it's time to hit like it just it didn't feel right maybe my audio calibration was off like yours was but like for some reason i just i couldn't fully get into the flow because it just didn't for me it didn't work
2: Yeah, and like I said, the first two sessions, I was struggling with that too, and for some reason tonight, it just clicked. I don't know if that means every time I play it again, if I play the game again, that it's going to click, or if it's just going to be like, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Something, yeah, felt off for me too. Like, I had to, when I didn't use beat assist, I found like, because there's a visual cue as well on the board, so there's like arrows that kind of like point in, so I was using that more often than not.
0: And uh, I just found that distracting.
1: Well, I couldn't get it to, to work on the beat. And, like, even when I tried calibration, like I tried what you did. Mm-hmm. And I would do it and whatever. And afterwards, it said, like, zero latency. So, like, I had, like, no latency at all. Every single time I calibrated, I'm like, that cannot be right. There's no way. So, like, even when I was listening, even when I had my eyes closed, every single time I did it, it said like that, that I was on beat, like, with what was going on. So, it never, like, changed the calibration one time. The only time it changed it was when, because you... Do audio first and visual second, yep. right? And I think the second time with the visual, there was like some sort of yeah. So for some reason, like for me, I think the audio, like there was must have been just some delay. Yeah. Like I was on the Xbox One, so I don't know, maybe that. Yep, was part that was of probably
0: it. it. I was just about to take a dig. Yep. <laughs> so
1: it could have definitely been that, and I was using a wired controller too, which you would I mean, think would be better than wireless. But
2: heaven know. forbid the kids, you know, have to play Fortnite on the Series X. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Burns you, you'll have Sorry.
1: to
0: You'll have to let me know if you get into the flow again because I am probably never playing this again. Okay. You play as unknown a demon who had their voice stolen, unknown is marching across the levels of hell slaying demons in time to metal music. Did the story or music do anything for you, Burns? I mean,
2: it might be surprising to people, but I'm not really into metal um that much
0: yeah i'm not a metal guy either if this yeah. had been like pop punk like put some blink 182 back there like i would have had a ball with this a, game a little bit of ska going <laughs> yeah. on. So, what, what would what would the
2: name be if it was because it can't be metal hell singer right what would ska
0: ska uh mosh him to hell <laughs>
2: that, that, that works mosh him to hell um somebody needs to make a mod that's just just ska music right uh, that would be that'd be fantastic. That but, game I'd play. Um, I think the music was good though. I did get into it. It's not like I hate metal or anything like that. I, I, I it's fine. I'm just never never got into it. Um, and it did the Guitar Hero thing where um, the better you do with it, the more music plays too, along with your combo going up. And so it's interesting because you know when you get to the time 16 combo because that's when like the vocals kick in. Um, and I think that adds a interesting mechanic. It's just like <laughs> I wish I was better so I could hear more of the vocals. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I,
1: I agree 100% on that. Like, I really like the music in this game, and I do kind of like metal. Like, I, a system of a down um, surge is, is part of the vocals in this game, and I don't know if I ever got to the song that he sings on, but it's just so cool the way that they did this with mm-hmm. with the way that it works. And I was just super frustrated by how bad I was at this game that I couldn't actually get that 16x multiplier to always constantly hear that. So when I turned on Beat Assist, it was awesome because I almost always had a (laughs) 60x multiplier. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah! And then it was like just a cool experience. Like, I really had, last night, when I turned that on, I had a lot of fun playing this game. Yeah. Like, it was hard to put it down. The only reason I stopped playing is because Caden has now switched down to the basement where the Xbox One is and had to go to bed. So I was like, dang it, I can't play this thing and just (laughs) rock out
0: while he's trying to go to bed. I mean, you can get some headphones, dude. Like, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you can afford, like, some turtle beaches. <laughs> 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 Old man Dr. C over here. No, I thought the
1: story was really good, too, though. Um, it's something that uh, I can sort of relate to, which I lost my voice during COVID and couldn't speak, which you guys know. And, and like, then you had to slay a crap it, load of demons it really, with the shotgun. No, it pissed me off that I couldn't sing. Like, I wouldn't go through the eight levels of hell to get it back, but... I could understand how one would be very mad at losing your voice and not being able to sing. So <laughs> that was a very interesting uh, dynamic in a game that I've never heard before, ever seen before.
0: Transistor springs to mind. Burnsy, would you be lost if you lost your voice? Like me, I'd just text everyone forever. I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: it, I think it would suck, but I would probably make do in some way, shape, or form. I, I'd, I'd use like hand signals. The, the problem is, is like the only ones I know are like flicking people <laughs> off. So I'd probably just be more abrasive than I normally am. But uh, I'd try to manage. I mean, it would suck if that was like a lifelong thing, you know, or it was like, you know, I was like from those like, you know, smoking commercials and it's like, I had to talk like with a thing in my throat, <laughs> you know, um, but at least, I could, yeah, at least I could still talk though. It's coming right for us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh yeah we uh i don't know story good yeah story i'm good good i i i find
2: I, I do like the story uh it's it's interesting there's actually for a first person shooter because it's like there's lots of ways to kind of connect this to like doom i think it's has a similar sort of thing you're fighting through hell or fighting demons and stuff like that first person shooter it's supposed to be kind of fast-paced combat um and whereas like even like 2016 doom does take a little bit more time to give you more story. This is sort of like, okay, you're going to have your fast paced, You're going through the the missions. You're shooting everything, the music and everything like that. Then in between, we're going to give you sort of, this is what happened next in the story. Here's a little bit more backdrop as well as like what's happening now because of what you did. I also think it's interesting that they add story even into like the little, they're called torments, which are like the challenge things that you unlock when you beat each chapter. Uh, Like at least in the first couple of levels, um, each one of those is kind of tied to these seven arch fiends. And if you beat them, you get sigils, which basically give you bonuses that you can use. Then when you go back through the different hells. Um, And I thought that was an interesting mechanic. And so like, as you're loading up into them, it's like explaining who this like arch demon was um, and why it is they created this sort of torment For People to go through and then each one of those you have to do a certain amount of things. So like the first one is Just kill 50 enemies on the beat and every time you have 10 seconds But every time you kill something depending on how well you are on the beat you get plus 2 plus 3 or plus 4 seconds Added to the timer Um, and each one of them kind of has that mechanic where it's a timer that goes down But every time you kill something it builds back up Um, But then they have other mechanics where one of them is you have to go and grab relics and as you grab them You get more powerful Um, And then you have like these behemoths all running at you And so you gotta get those so you can take them down as fast as possible and then it'll switch it up and just be a bunch of little guys and so those are interesting and like a nice change of pace from like the Trying to run through as fast as possible through the level and and you know Chaining together all of this all of this uh, all of this stuff to build your combos Uh, But all that stuff is rooted kind of in this same story about all these things that are down in hell that you're trying to take out And I think that's pretty cool
0: i try to be open-minded like i try to enjoy a wide breadth of experience with video games but this game just does not do it for me and i got <laughs> what you just explained the torments sound interesting yeah and then i'm like am i ever going to turn on the xbox and go back to metal Hell Singer so i can try the torments no
1: if you were better at it though would you that's the thing like i think that's what it all comes i got down through to.
0: two boards all on my onesie like i'm fine at this game i could have kept going i'm just like I'm going to go play God of War
2: now. One of them you'll probably hate because you every time you kill something you change your weapon. So you can't just use the sword. Oh. So it keeps switching you between So that one kind of threw me mm-hmm. off because it would it kept switching between the sword and the shotgun. And then eventually after I killed enough things, it went to this other we- I think it was a weapon, but it was like just this big post and it's like I I don't know how to I like hit the button to swing and it didn't do anything. I don't know if like the game broke or what happened, but it was weird. But uh, but yeah, you probably wouldn't do well with that since you can't just use the sword. Yeah, probably not. Then again, maybe you'd enjoy the game more if you didn't just use the sword.
0: I don't know. I, I mean I like the pistols <laughs> with the second boss. I don't know, man. I just I have a hard time seeing myself ever touching this game again. I thought the art and the music were fine. Like yeah. they were good. It looked sharp. There weren't a ton of different enemy types to deal with, but everything that they did have in the game looked good. It sounded great.
1: You get to experience a lot more enemies the further you get into the game. Mm-hmm. Like, in the third level of hell, you get these acid guys that shoot acid at you. There's guys with shields. There's
0: Yeah, that sounds miserable. Great. Yeah, it, <laughs> uh, it,
1: it, it ramps up quite a bit, yeah. which is hard to say. But, like, I died even with beat assist. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's not an easy
2: game. Well, because I'm guessing the difficulty probably has to ramp up quite a bit if there's only the seven levels, right? So it's like to get through the seventh level, you probably have to do like a lot, I'm guessing. Blah, barf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's, Casey, you always talk about how you want to go back and play these games. Like everything that we've played this year from Jedi Fallen Order to Avengers to, well, maybe not Like a Dragon, but you often say that you want to go back and finish these games that you only get partially through when recording for this segment. Are you, in your heart of hearts, ever going to go back to this game once we turn off these microphones?
1: I doubt it, but I would. So
0: my answer answer
1: is no, I know that I won't because there's so many other games that I would rather go back and play first before I go back and play this one. However, like, I do enjoy the story. I did enjoy the music. Um, And even though I'd be playing it on Beat Assist, which is basically cheat mode, um, it wouldn't be a huge time sink for me to go back and do it. Because with that beat assist, you can basically rush through most of the levels. And, like, you do have to fight waves and waves and waves of people. But, like, I was able to get through those three levels in probably an hour and 20 minutes. You know, like, yeah. probably, like, maybe not even an hour and 20 minutes. But, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was that long, and it wasn't that much of a time investment. So I made it through half the game in basically an hour and a half. Yeah. So I could finish the game probably in another two hours. So that alone is appealing to me knowing that this last hour and a half that I spent with the game was actually super fun yeah. even though I was on cheat mode but it was really fun just blasting bad guys and rocking out to really good music and like it, it was it was fun
2: but i mean you could spend 2 hours and do that or you could devote another 60 hours to beating yakuza like a dragon i mean which would you rather do <laughs> the, the 2 hours <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, you ever going back to this thing? I mean, I haven't deleted it off my system yet. So we'll have to see. Um, you know, the only thing, I guess now is a good time to bring this up because this is probably my last episode of Game Pass forever because I have 12 days left of Game Pass and then it's done. And so, well, let's probably just. Well, if you want They can't renew it. There's no way to renew, right? I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to need that information in 12 days <laughs> or 13 days because I need to make sure it ends, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, we'll get you squared away. Like, as long as you're willing to keep doing the show, I think the trifecta of us really have a good thing here. Like, we have such good chemistry together. I'd be, I'd be. I mean, I get it. You do so many of the main show, but I'd hate for you to leave Game Pass forever. Me, I'm never going back to this thing. Like, it just. What if I
2: say I'll only do the show if you go back to play this game? (laughs) For how long? Just
1: put on Beat Assist and rip through
2: it. I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. I appreciate and and well my my uh, willingness to continue with this is going to be contingent on our next next discussion.
0: All right, well, good, <laughs> because we're going to close our show by ranking the Game Pass forever games we played and adding them to last year's list to create the definitive ranking of all Game Pass games. Before I list what we played this year Let's make sure that we're all set on the ground rules here So we are going to determine the worst game that we played this year We're going to determine number 12 Mm -hmm. And then we're going to slide it into last year's list somewhere And then we're going to determine what number 11 was And slide it in So we're we're going to choose the worst game remaining And then slide it into last year's list A recap of the games that we played for Game Pass Forever this year Forza Horizon 5, The Outer Wilds, Sunset Overdrive, The Best of the Bunch, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Marvel, Avengers, The Broken Tech Demo, Slog, Yomi, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, Teenage Mutant, Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Wolfenstein, The New Order, Immortals, Phoenix Riding, Shadowrun Returns. <laughs> you you okay. did it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, I got my vasectomy. That's just what the game's gonna be for from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Shadowrun returns. Technically, the game is called Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Rising, they tell me. Mm-hmm. Rising, rising. <laughs> Shadowrun returns and Metal Hellsinger. Before we start that rankings discussion, here is where things stood after last year, from best game to worst. So ranking the ranking the games from last year it was hades outriders number three tell me why number four darkest dungeon number five halo number six hellblade senua's sacrifice number seven monster train i know words and numbers number eight wolfenstein (laughs) youngblood number nine torchlight three number 10 enter the gungeon 11 among us and number 12 Mist. All right, guys. So, rankings discussion. I think that the number 12 title is clear. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be the one game that doesn't work, the broken, janky-ass tech demo Marvel Avengers, worst game, number nope. twelve on my list.
1: Nope, sorry. I, if it broke for me, I would probably agree with you. Right, but same was, here. But... Do
0: you remember the multiplayer that we played? Like, it. Here's the deal. Like, single player bugged out and broke, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, super frustrating because I was really enjoying it. But then the multiplayer sometimes worked. Yeah. But like the first mission, Casey and I played together online. Like it just bugged out, and we were running around yeah. for like ten minutes because like we couldn't achieve the objectives, and there was no one else coming, so we were just like stuck in this helicarrier. So. Yeah. For me, Marvel Avengers is the worst game we played this year because it didn't work. It didn't work on any front for me.
2: No, I mean, even the multiplayer, even though we had our issues with it, I still think that what happened during that was much more fun than at least one of these other games. And that other game is Trek to Yomi.
1: I agree with Joey. I also have Trek to Yomi at number 12.
0: Yes. I mean, you guys are wrong. I had to Yomi all the way up at number 10. Really? Oh, because
2: I'm guessing Metal Hellsinger was 11. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, okay. this was the bottom tier for me. I mean, you guys have the numbers. My point, I've made my point abundantly clear a number of times on Marvel Avengers, but I will concede that Slog Yomi was the worst game that we played this year. So now, are we in mist territory with Slog Yomi? Was it somewhere higher on the list? I mean, for me, I think maybe just above mist and below Among Us.
2: Oh, no, I put it below mist. I mean, but then again, I was the one of us that liked Mist last year. Yeah. And I mean, would have it like a couple spots higher on the list. So
0: I can live with that. Casey, what do you think?
2: I had it right above Mist, so i had the
1: exact same as you too.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I still had Mist is number number twenty
0: four of twenty four. Man. And now I'm waffling on it. I'm I'm torn because like I hated Mist with a burning fiery passion. But it worked. Like Slog Yomi, it also worked. Like
1: where I was able to beat it, but again I had to change the difficulty. So yeah. well, I think I just suck at games and have to change the difficulty to make them fun.
0: I'll say that Mist is a classic. Like there, there are people that have loved that game from when it was a new, relevant game. I would be comfortable putting Traktiomi at the bottom of our combined list.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think it's by far the worst game we've played on Game Pass forever. Then again, maybe part of that is because I was, like, excited to play it, and then it just, you know, after the first two hours, it dashed that excitement, and then made me, like, into the point where I was hate-playing it for a while, and then I just stopped.
0: Yeah, you should play games on normal instead of hard sometimes.
2: I I, I jumped it down to normal, and I still hated it, so... (laughs) Ugh,
1: yeah. missed. I, I get your point on it being
0: a classic and like like the fact
1: that they keep rebooting it obviously means that it's a good game and it gets a touch
0: of credit because it wasn't designed in the modern era like it you know they presented it modernly like they gave it a new coat of paint but ultimately that was an old game design and trek was just a bad game the thing is when
1: we decided to do these lists we decided to do them on games you enjoyed playing and i'm not sure that i actually enjoyed any minute of playing Mist, And there were actual times of yeah. Slog to the Yomi that I did enjoy.
2: See, I enjoyed the first bit of Trek to Yomi. I enjoyed all of Mist, But then again, I know I'm the outlier on that one. Um, but, like, I'm fine either way. If I don't... I, we don't... We have so many other things that we've got to yeah. slot in. I'm fine with putting Trek yeah, Tiomi either uh, above or below Mist.
1: Obviously, the, the worst two games that we played, or the bottom two, that nah, worst is a hard, ter-
2: hard I mean, I disagree card. with that.
0: But I disagree as well. Marvel <laughs> Avengers is the worst <laughs> game that we played because it doesn't work. So above or below Mist? 2v1, let's put it below.
1: All right, fine. All right.
0: Uh, I'm going to stick with Marvel Avengers at number 11. What did you guys have at that spot? I know I'm not going to be the same with Joey. Hughes. I mean, I, I know. I have if, the Elder
1: Wilds at number
2: 11. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to start this fight already, huh? <laughs> um, I had Sunset Overdrive at number 11, but I knew it wouldn't stay there. So,
0: um, Ironically, I have both those games next to each other, but both significantly higher up the list. I mean, I would also nominate Metal Hellsinger for this spot. For me, I mean, Marvel Avengers, I'm going to continue arguing for it to be at the bottom be- just because I'm a horrible troll. But Metal yeah. Singer to me, it didn't present a lot. Like, I guess I should have dove more into it. I should have tried yeah. the Torments like you did. But this, that game just did not resonate with me.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I had Metal Singer at 10. So it's not too much farther.
2: So I could concede putting Metal Singer here. I, I mean, have, coming. Which game, which game did you have, Joe? So I had, I had, I, I mean, I had Sunset Overdrive, which all, I know yeah, was going to be higher for you too. So yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to fight that. To be in this spot yet. Um but I I uh I I will say Metal Hellsinger was like number ten for me until I played more tonight, and then it jumped up like a spot or two. Um but it's I'm if that if we need to put it down here, I'm fine with that. I only had at ten just like I
1: looked at this list and I played some fantastic games this year. We definitely I, I, actually, did. I actually enjoyed Metal Hellsinger and it's at ten for me, so so
2: where so I'm guessing we're going with Metal Hellsinger,
0: right? Metal Hellsinger number 11 this year. Um, as far as where to put it on the list, the spot that stands out to me is in between Enter the Gungeon above Enter the Gungeon and below Torchlight 3 is where my gut initially leaps to.
1: I can see that. I mean, I had it I had it just above Wolfenstein Youngblood on my list at so like number 17 basically. So but Torchlight and Enter the Gungeon aren't too far below that.
2: So I would be. I mean, I'd
0: be comfortable going lower lower too. So I have a lot of flex in where I'm. I would probably.
2: I would actually, I think, and this is for you, Jim, put it under Enter the Gungeon. (laughs) Under Enter the Gungeon. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Works for me. (laughs) They were both
2: bullet hell games, in a a sense. Right.
0: I mean, I thought Enter the Gungeon was a lot more fun. Uh, With a lot more interesting stuff layered into it too. I think
2: Enter the Gungeon's a little bit
1: more accessible. Sure, I guess I could see Yeah, I could see that.
2: Alright, slot it in.
0: Alright, cross off Metal Hellsinger. Uh The next game that I had on my list that wasn't Marvel Avengers, I'll be curious to know if you guys agree or disagree with this one, but I had Shadowrun Returns.
2: Really? Um, I mean, that's what I had at number 10 as well. Um, I mean, I have Sunset Overdrive at 11 still, but yes, that's what I had at number 10. I had Shadowrun Returns was number 6. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, so I did a lot higher.
0: What was next on your list?
1: Um, well, Elder, Elder Wilds was number eleven. Then I had Yakuza: Like a Dragon.
0: At, uh, <laughs> I got finished. Yakuza pretty high. Yeah,
1: which I knew. I, obviously, you guys did, but we <laughs> uh, JRPGs are, are evidently not my thing, and we, so, we discussed that. <laughs>
2: like with, with Shadowrun, I will say that. Uh, I mean, I. I I mean, I think it's fine. It's also a game that's kind of out of time, I guess, a little bit, uh, because it's much more of a throwback. And it's like, it's a remastered game of an old game, right? Isn't Shadowrun Returns? Or was this one made
0: for that? Yeah, this was the Kickstarter that kind of relaunched Shadowrun as a video Um, game property. And I enjoyed Shadowrun a lot. I I really had a lot of fun with it. I just, uh, it was a touch limited in scope and options. I didn't feel like my choices had much of a say on what was happening. The last mission uh, was kind of a pain.
2: Now, the other thing I will say is I did have Marvel Avengers just ahead of that. I'm not, I don't have a dog in the fight between those two. If you wanted to put Marvel Avengers next and then shadow run next one up, like I would be fine with that too. I, I feel I like would, I maybe uh... enjoyed Avengers more than ever. Or maybe you enjoyed it more than that. I guess I I'm not Marvel sure. I number four. Okay, okay. Ow. So that's a non-starter then. Okay, so we could do Shadowrun Returns next then, I think. I'm okay with at that. At number ten.
0: All right. This is going well so far. Burnsy, are you tracking where the uh, list stands as well? Because I'm just crossing things off my list.
2: I am ranking them. And then I am also sliding them in. So, awesome. Thank yep. you
0: so much for handling that record keeping.
2: A, where does it fall on the big list? That's a good
0: question. Somewhere above Enter the Gungeon. Well?
1: I mean, I had it way up there. I had a lot of the games that we played this year above a lot of the games
2: that we played last year.
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, I could see it being above Hellblade. Um, I mean, Hellblade... That
2: feels pretty high for me. Um,
1: I had it at the number ninth. Game overall on my list of 24.
2: So, but uh, what would have been the next
1: one? I mean, like, so this was number 10. This is number 10. So, if I'm putting it where I had, I'd have it between Monster Train and Wolfenstein.
0: Young See, blood. I would,
2: I, I, think I would put it below Youngblood, and I would even maybe put it below Torchlight, even though I was lower on Torchlight last year than you guys were. Um,
0: I, I mean, just personal feelings, I liked it more than Torchlight. I probably okay. liked it more than Wolfenstein Youngblood, but I don't. I'm not going to die on a hill over Shadowrun Returns.
1: I liked it more than all those games, but I didn't like it as much as you guys. So I'm, I'm kind of. At I here. mean, we could put
0: it, we could put
2: it, we could put it, <laughs> it above Wolfenstein Youngblood then, if that's where you want it, Casey.
1: I don't know if I can though, because then my other like, it's hard. I might have to
2: sacrifice and just put it down a little bit lower than so I that. Expect. It, I mean, it, it's very possible the games we played this year, a lot of them are better than the ones we played last year. I mean, that's just could be how it is. You know, I mean. Maybe we're falling into recency bias also, but I don't think so. Like, some of these games that we played last year, like, just weren't as good as the games we played this year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd,
1: I, I mean, if it works to put it above Wolfenstein Youngblood. I would like that.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. Burns, can you live with it? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So a real quick recap on the list. We had Trektor Yomi at at 12, Metal Helsing at 11, Shadowrun Returns at 10. Next up on my list, besides Marvel Avengers, is I had TMNT. Shredder's Revenge.
2: I have that a little bit higher, but like I kind of said before we started recording, a lot of these in this region were pretty close for me. I had TMNT at 7. This is where I had Marvel Avengers then as 9.
0: Um yeah, mm. let's not let that turd climb any higher. Uh, <laughs> Everyone gang up like Casey. I, I, like, I, I hate doing it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I think
1: if you have it down there, Joey, and like I, I had a blast with it, but I think part yeah. of my reason for liking it and liking it as much as I did is... because you freaking I, it, well, love the Hulk? Well, no, and I play it with, with my son, which adds another level of yeah. enjoyment to it overall. So Yeah,
2: um, I, I, and, and I mean, I really enjoy I, I put a ton of time. I mean, that's probably the game I played the most maybe second most out of all these games you spent money on it as i did spend money on it um the only thing i've ever spent money on the (laughs) microsoft xbox store on so um but it like tom said like even i had lots of bugs that i was battling against um granted for me it was still a lot of fun it still functioned to the point where i could beat the game and play some of the end game stuff um you know, and it was kind of a bummer that we weren't able to play some of the endgame things multiplayer, because I think that would have been really cool, and I think I think you would have really enjoyed some
0: of those things a little bit more, Tom, too, but... I probably would have, because honestly, the things that I played in that game, I really enjoyed. I'm just... It broke me that nothing worked.
2: Yeah. So, I think we're slotting in at nine, then.
0: Sounds good. And then where do we slot it in to compared to last year's games? I mean, I would put it ahead of Monster Train. Definitely. Um, i'd put it above hellblade i mean i
2: liked hellblade more than you two but i mean i'm fine if you guys want to put it above hellblade i don't think it goes above halo though
0: i don't it definitely doesn't go above darkest dungeon for me i think i, I think it belongs yeah. oh go ahead casey Oh no
1: i'm i'm fine yeah like right between halo and hellblade i think would be a good spot for it okay perfect sounds good
0: finally crossed my number 12 game off the list perfect (laughs) so now we're at number eight uh i still have tmnt up next i had it slotted at eight next on my list above that is wolfenstein the new order which is strange because great game and i really enjoyed it but things start to get really tough after this for me
1: yeah played good games that's just part of it and i just had it reversed so i had tmnt at seven and wolfenstein at eight then I also
2: still have Yakuza and the Outer Wilds below that. So I have a a serious question, and my bias is going to start to show here. Are you saying really that Sunset Overdrive is better than those two games? Yes. Are we seriously (laughs) saying that that kind of garbage pail of a game is better than the story and everything that happens in Wolfenstein the New Order? I mean, I think we covered most of this when we did the podcast. And you you
1: loved the Outer Wilds. I thought it was hot trash. I have the Outer Wilds at eleven, and you had Sunset Overdrive way the heck down at number eleven. Yeah, I like Sunset Overdrive. You did not. I mean, it was just it's enjoyment for the game, and I had a lot of fun playing (coughs) Sunset Overdrive.
2: Right, but I'm right now. I'm trying to compare it to like the other things that we're talking about putting it putting up now. Like I had Metal Hellsinger at eight. That's already gone. Um, Like I, I seriously. From my perspective, and granted, like I said, I'm biased, but it seems like the story and the action, like moment to moment, just works a lot better in Wolfenstein than it does in Sunset Overdrive. Um, And I think TMNT is a more simple game, but it's definitely a lot more fun. And I had a lot more fun in the multiplayer in that than I did in a lot of the other games we played. I, don't know, I
1: think the story in Sunset Overdrive was actually pretty It was good. really good. And the moment-to-moment moment gameplay was I, I hilarious would, and awesome.
0: i would say you, <laughs> like, the fun factor for Sunset Overdrive, comparing Sunset Overdrive to Wolfenstein, heads up, uh, the story is admittedly... More serious and better in Wolfenstein, but it's more fun and more zany and more like off the wall and creative in Sunset Overdrive. You hated the traversal, and traversal drug down the whole experience for you. There's
2: a lot of that, and well, then like the story grated on me because I was already pissed about not being able to move around and feeling like I could never do what I wanted to do the right way. So I will agree with that. And the reason I had Sunset Overdrive above Wolfenstein is, as we
1: discussed, like I struggled mightily with Wolfenstein in the beginning. I um. had to turn down that. The, the difficulty just to get past that one level because right. I pinned myself in that corner and I could not get out of the cl- courtyard. That was the rage quit game. Yeah, that was the rage yeah, quit It made me freaking rage quit. Like, I could not get yeah, <laughs> off of that was... spot and it frustrated me to the point where I wanted to smash things. And that was not fun. That's not fun in any game. Right. And thank God that there was an easy mode that I could get past it. And then once I did get past it in easy mode, again, Casey sucks at games, I guess, because he's got to play everything in easy mode. Hmm. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, then it became fun. But I hate that I have to put things into easy mode in order to make them enjoyable. I didn't have to do that with Sunset Overdrive.
0: How about this for an off-the-wall compromise? Mernsey, if you let us bury the Outer Wilds next, we'll we'll put Sunset Overdrive. We really want to have this discussion. We'll put Sunset Overdrive next after that, and then have them both crossed off.
1: I can't have... Outer Wilds in the top 6. There's no freaking way. Oh I my can put god. It the
2: down. Outer Wilds was my favorite game of the year Ugh. without a doubt. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> it did so much more interesting stuff than a lot of these games and I get that you hated the experience and it didn't quite jive with you, but there's so much happening in the game and you're unraveling like what is happening in this universe and and there's just there's so much more interesting to the Outer Wilds. Um than like than literally any of these games. and so it it feels it feels like a travesty to have it so low on this list. Ugh. now, granted, I know I'm the only one that feels that way, but it's like...
0: <laughs> well, we're at number eight. We have to pick something. We crossed off a quarter of the games. Right. Uh, the things that are in the running for me, TMNT, Wolfenstein. Uh, for Casey, it's the Outer Wilds and Yakuza Like a Dragon, both of which I had at six and three. What were you next to, Joey?
2: Uh, let me look here again. I mean, I had Sunset Overdrive, and then the next one that's not slotted in would be TMNT. I
0: think... We live with TMNT here, and then we bang heads on number seven.
1: Probably, I can live with that. Other wilds can't go much higher, Joy. I'm sorry. Like it, I can maybe give you like six, six. It was not fun. Like I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you thought it was like the best yeah. game that you played this year. But for me, it was like I don't know. It I was, guess it was one of the. Most painful experience that I've ever had, in the and game. I think the
2: way you put it is probably right because that was so much more fun compared to Sunset Overdrive, which was, for the most part, absolutely no fun for me. And so, like, that's where I think we're gonna run into some difficulties because it's just like we're on like the polar opposites of this, and yep. I'm not sure I, we'll we'll come to a compromise
0: because we'll have to,
2: but I'm not sure how that happens. So TMNT is number eight. Where do we slot that into? The list from last year,
0: below Halo and above Marvel Avengers, feel right to you guys. Yeah, I can live with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That was
2: easy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we are recapping the list to this point: number twelve, Traktiomi; number eleven, Metal Hellsinger; number ten, Shadowrun Returns; number nine, Marvel Avengers; number eight, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Sh- Shredder's Revenge. Uh, the next things on my list: Wolfenstein. The Outer Wilds and Sunset Overdrive. So I'm I mean I I really enjoyed Sunset Overdrive. I knocked it down maybe a spot because I knew that Bernsey hated it with a fiery <clears> passion <throat> and that it wasn't likely to crack the top four. Uh, so I mean this is a really hard call here. Casey, I know you hated Yakuza but I had it at number three.
1: Right. So that's I am willing to make a sacrifice and say that that I will not put Yakuza here and I can go with Wolfenstein in this spot. <laughs> I, mean, I had Wolfenstein I, below I, the other wilds. Yeah, I had Wolfenstein at eight anyway.
2: So yeah, I had Wolfenstein so at eight. four. Um above Immortals and above Forza. So my next two oh. that I didn't have on there were Sunset Overdrive and, and Forza Horizon
0: Five. Is this the right spot for Forza? I had it at number four, but for me, four, five, and six, four, five, six, and seven were all like right there. They're all the same tier. I I could live with swapping. Uh, it's hard to put Outer Wilds above all of those, but I could live-ish with swapping those games around.
2: I mean, my six and two were all kind of, my six through two were all kind of jumbled together for me, and it was hard to kind of slot them in. So, I mean, I, I mean, I could see Forza going there. Not, I could see Wolfenstein. No I could see Wolfenstein going there. <laughs> Earmuffs, kids.
1: No. Forza is my number one game that we've played in two years. (laughs) So it's not going here. Sorry. If you won't let me move up Outer Wilds past six, I'll be damned if Forza (laughs) is going in this spot. There's no way. Forza was my favorite game of the last two years. So
2: Wolfenstein it is then? (laughs) Feels like
0: Wolfenstein. (laughs) (laughs) It's not just because you had COVID and you spent a lot of time with it. I mean, that's probably part part of of
1: it, but it's the most polished and like, Overall fun that I've had in a game this year. I don't know drive. I know it's just driving, but it's gorgeous. It's got so many different little intricacies that you know. I'm not a huge car guy, but I just loved being able to like tweak different certain parts of the car and unlock different ones for different races, and then enter. You know, like it, it just.
0: A constant drip it, of like what to do next yes, and the barn finds. Was, there was a lot of cool exactly. stuff in Forza. It, it was it was just a super
1: fun, polished, amazing looking fun game, and I had a blast with it. I mean, it's I. Thankfully, I had COVID during that game, so I could put that much time into it. Because if I would have only been able to play it for around ten hours, I probably would have been upset that I didn't get to play it much more than that.
0: Well, before we debate more of the more merits of Forza Horizon 5, we need to determine where to stick Wolfenstein, I think right in that same spot, below Halo and above TMNT.
2: So I, w- I would actually put it above Halo, um, just because from a comparison standpoint, I think like the genre has changed so much since then. Um, I mean, if we look at it from like a history of games sake, yes, I mean, Halo has done a lot more for gaming, I think, than um, Wolfenstein The New Order has, but... But I, that's not necessarily how we're looking at this list. So I, I think I would feel comfortable with slotting it ahead of Halo.
0: Well, you sold me, Casey.
2: <laughs>
0: Have we put TMNT on? Yeah, it's the between game?
2: Halo and Marvel's Avengers. Okay. So Marvel's Avengers.
1: Oh. So it would be
2: right above, above Marvel's
1: Avengers? Be above Halo. Above Halo. Oh, right there. Okay. So I was trying to figure it on my list. Yep. Yeah. That's where I mean, I had it on my overall list right above Halo. Um, like, literally right above Halo. So.
0: Yep. All works. right. All right. Well, we've been talking about the Outer Wilds for a while now. I'm going to propose a compromise here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this doesn't feel good to me, but I'm. Ugh, I hate doing this, but I would slide Yakuza down to six. Um. I'd slide Yakuza down to six if we needed to to progress the conversation. There is a ton that I loved about Yakuza. Like, as far as games that I enjoyed, like Yakuza was probably my second favorite game that we played out of this year, and I, I truly loved Yakuza. But is that a sacrifice that needs to be made to keep us from all going crazy over the Outer Wilds?
2: Um, I mean, maybe. I mean, that was my number two on the list so
0: my number you, two is Star Wars. You're gonna say Star Wars here, aren't you?
2: I had Star Wars at number three, so no. Okay. I had like Star Wars at three. I mean I would be leaning much more towards either because Sunset Overdrive seems like a non starter, so I would have been leaning more towards Immortals Phoenix Rising at this point. Because hmm. it was that was kind of in the same range of that was my number five. I mean I'd rather put Sunset Overdrive at five I mean I have Forza Horizon below it. Do you want to put that next? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs>
0: You just suggested my number one game, Burns. Immortals was
2: your number one game, huh? Yeah,
0: I, I had a ball with Immortals. I thought there was a lot to enjoy there. I loved exploring the open world. Like It finally made me understand why people love Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild never clicked for me, but mm-hmm. this game, I'm like, oh, all right. Well, Breath of the Wild is a lot worse, but I get why people like it now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I have Immortals season rising at 2, and I called it a masterpiece on our podcast. So I, I don't want to put it lower than... I, I have Sunset Overdrive below both those games, so I, if we want to go Sunset Overdrive here, I'm
2: okay with it. I don't want to do that.
0: Burnsy, would you?
2: So I think I know what you're going to say, and I would be fine with putting the Outer Wilds at five and Sunset Overdrive at six. Yeah.
0: I don't feel good about it, but I think that's the compromise that moved the conversation I think forward.
2: I so we can move into the, the rest of them.
0: Okay, so number six, my beloved Sunset Overdrive... Yeah, that's gonna go above Halo. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna lose our gamer cards for this one.
2: Travis awesome.
1: Shamock. It's the original Halo. The original Halo versus.
0: Yeah, but the new Halos suck. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, do we see these games sliding in beneath Darkest Dungeon in the order that we just determined? I had it over, but I know
1: you guys like Darkest Dungeon more than I did. Well, actually,
0: I never got to play. Yeah, Darkest, Darkest Dungeon. Dungeon was awesome. You would have smashed your. Yeah, TV I play, with I your it for claw-handed like grip I forget with that. I
1: why I was only able to play... I mean, like, something happened where I wasn't able to play that month, but...
2: I'd put them as, like, a Darkest Dungeon sandwich, but that's just me. So, like, Outer Wilds above Darkest Dungeon. Oh, that's hard for and me, And then Birds. Sunset Overdrive below Darkest Dungeon.
0: I can live with Sunset Overdrive beneath. Are you, are you okay with that, Casey?
2: I mean... Again, like, I
1: can't... I don't have much input with Darkest Dungeon, so it's not its not fair for me to say. So I guess if you guys are putting it below that, then I have to agree with you because you have more experience with Darkest Dungeon than I did.
0: And then Outer Wilds over Darkest Dungeon. That is... Yuck. That is a hard pill for me to swallow <laughs> brains. And,
2: I mean, just I'm just asking game, for just, a concession because yeah. it was my number one and like it's my favorite of all of the games we've played. Yep. Um and so and possibly one of my favorite games of all time, but I know that that's you know yeah. not yeah. the well, same opinion as you two. I it's mean, it's a you shame that it was so it.
1: polarizing. And like I, I love that you loved it, and and it just sucks that I hated it as much as I did. And I know Tom, you didn't enjoy it very much either. So
0: yeah, I it, died in the first like ten seconds. It yeah, was great
1: over and over and over and over and over and <laughs> over yeah. and over. I died like a thousand times in that stupid game. <laughs>
0: Well, did quite a bit too. You conceded <laughs> to put it further down on the list than you were comfortable with, so I'm happy to let you move it up on the overall list as you see fit. Okay, so it's above Hades. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would hate to put it above. Tell me why, but if you no, feel strongly, I'll just put it above Darkest Dungeon. Okay, so recapping the list, we had Number 12, Trek Number 11, Metal, Hellsinger Number 10, Shadowrun Returns Number 9, Marvel, Broken Tech Demo, Avengers (coughs) Number 8, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge Number 7, Wolfenstein, The New Order Number 6, Sunset Overdrive Number 5, the hotly contested Outer Wilds So that leaves us with four games left We have Forza Horizon 5, Yakuza, Like a Dragon Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, and Immortals Phoenix Rising the next one I had on my list was Forza. In case I respect that you loved it, and I agree, it was super fun, super polished, but I love those three games above it.
1: I mean, for me, it would have to be Yakuza. I had Yakuza 9, so that's that's my stance on all of that, but... Burnsy, what are you I thinking? I really enjoy Yakuza all that much.
2: I mean, my, my next one on the list was Forza. Mm. Um it's just there there's such I mean each one of these are very different games um which is what makes it really difficult to try to figure out how they how would you mesh them together on this list right um, and we just
0: buried your favorite game of like all time so like is it time to get Casey all cantankerous <laughs> I mean yeah
2: I, if you
1: guys both had fours in the spot then I think it's fair to put. Flip- Put Forza in a spot. It's well, the same I mean, reason. Like I, I really, really, I, I loved Forza. I thought, it, like said so we I thought it was just a really amazing experience.
2: Yeah, but I, mean, I had Immortals and Forza at five and six. Hmm. The two are pretty interchangeable to me. Like I had a lot of fun with Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, I, I, I mean, I really would like to go back and, and finish the game. I think there's a lot of
1: good to it. I'm pretty sure we're um, gonna. Sorry to cut you off, but I, like with Tom and I Tom had Immortals as number one I had number two we're not putting Immortals below Yakuza we're not putting Immortals below Forza so I have a hard time not believing that Immortals is not going to be the number one game so So you're going to have to do some extreme convincing on why
2: well, I mean, my number, Outer Wilds one, is one, my number right? one game's out. So right. now it's just like I said, my two through five were, or through six were all yeah. pretty interchangeable. And so I'm pretty pliable with any of this. If you want to put Forza next, I'm fine with putting Forza next.
1: Yeah. And I think, like I said, I I think I have to just, like, you guys both have it in this spot. And I just liked it more than you guys. So the same reason, you know, you liked Outer Wilds mm-hmm. a lot more than we did. Yeah. And no, and I, I mean,
2: is yeah. a great game. So, I mean... I don't have qualms with it being where it's at. Yeah. Um, I would probably rather play the other three games again, if I was going to jump back into them
0: over Forza. And interesting that we just chose to play Forza. Like we didn't give the community <laughs> a choice on that one. That's like, true. We, we thought it was a great game and we wanted to talk it and sh- like had that experience, talk about that experience and it checks out as our number four game of the year. Where does it check on the all time list? So
2: here's where I'm going to get a little crazy. I'm, um, I think, the rest of the games we have are above Outriders. Interesting. I
0: loved Outriders. I have- loved
2: Outriders too, but I feel like each of these games is better than Outriders. And possibly maybe some of them are better than Hades. That's a trickier one for me to go with, but I kind of have a feeling that these all kind of slot in above Outriders on our list. Interesting. Um, I have- like Outriders was fun. It was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but... I mean, we're talking about janking games. That game definitely had some jank to it. And some of those bugs got fixed while we were playing it, which and wasn't at release. It was, like, months after release.
0: Yep. At least uh, we didn't have any game-breaking bugs that completely ruined the experience. I, yeah. I can live without you. Make a good point. Casey, where are you?
1: I had both. I mean, I had Forza. Like I said, it was my number one game, period. So I had it above Hades
0: and Outriders. Um, well Bernsey, what do you think about Forza above Hades no
2: alright it's gonna be hard I mean, for me to say that any of these games are above Hades at really? this point yeah I mean Hades is a fantastic game um, now granted we can have the discussion and I'll, I'll listen to it but I don't I don't feel right now I don't feel like any of these games top Hades would so, you have Hades as, as your number one game even above no I had Outer Wilds above had Outer Hades Wild. wow. that was the only one I had above Hades huh.
0: Alright, well Forza below Hades. And above our riders. Top three games. Next up I had Yakuza like a dragon. Casey had a way down. Brinzy.
2: I'm perfectly fine with putting Yakuza next.
0: Alright, Yakuza like a dragon number three, then. Above or below Hades.
2: I think it would be. I would be, put it below. Yep. Personally. Yep. Right above <laughs> Forza Horizon, I would say.
0: Sounds good. Then Top two games, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order or Immortals Phoenix Rising? Frankly, I am surprised that Star Wars made it to the top of this list, and I'm tickled that it's going to end up as either number one or number two because I loved Fallen Order. And, like, I went back. It is the only From-style game that I have actually completed, although I did have to turn down the difficulty in the final boss because that was some cheap cheap ass right there. But uh, for me, it was Star Wars next and Immortals number one.
2: Yeah, I mean, out of all the games that like we've played that i haven't finished like fallen order is the one that i know i want to go back and finish
0: you should you will love the story quick so you
2: better do it yeah
0: yeah and hopefully the sequel is on game pass so we can play that right at launch
2: yeah um yeah i guess i didn't i don't know that they said that yet i know that they showed the first trailer for it and i like didn't watch it because i didn't want spoilers of how the game the first game ended but um i don't know if they said that it's going to be on game pass right away or not Well, it's an ea
0: game so i assume that it is possibly yeah EA play it probably will be then i would guess um although i think they've gone to time trials on a lot of their sports games as opposed to giving you full access so i guess i don't know i don't know
2: so i guess back to the topic at hand um is there a world where that's number one over immortals phoenix rising
0: it's a better story like, I like the story in Immortals Phoenix Rising, and I like the way that it's delivered, and I like the characters. Uh, but I like the serious, I mean, serious with air quotes, tone of a Star Wars story. Like, yeah. I, I love Cal Kestis' journey. Story, is, to me, is better in Star Wars, but the gameplay, the moment to moment gameplay, was just more fun in Immortals Phoenix Rising. And I really like that bite sized content where, like, if I only had a little bit of time, I could jump in, do a shrine, run over to the next thing real quick, and, uh,. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think it's funny that you're talking yourself out of your own number one game right now. Like, you had Immortals <laughs> Phoenix Rising as your
2: number one, and you're like. <laughs> These <laughs> games are close for yeah. <laughs> me. I and mean, like- they were all kind of jumbled together for me, too. I will say, like, Star Wars, when that game clicks, and when you, like, actually are like. Like, you feel like a friggin' badass when you pull the things off that you need to pull off to win something. Granted, there's times where you're hitting your head against the wall hard. Um but then again you Like when get, you go
0: to Death From Here. <laughs> yes.
2: Too early, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Um I I just I feel like in my mind I feel like there's just a bit of a difference. It's like a step up when you go to Fallen Order compared to like Immortals Phoenix Rising. Like I think Phoenix Rising does a lot of good things. It's a charming game. Um, you know, it's it's one of the best open world check this off check this off check this off go to this point this point this point and do this and this and this um i think when you're looking at like fallen order you know there's a lot more strategy that you have to bring into how you're attacking different things and then traversing the environment to find like secret areas and and how to find some of those different secrets i think is interesting the option then to go back to other planets after you unlock other abilities and how that kind of enhances like you see these things that on some planets and you're like oh i wish i could go up there and then you get a certain ability you're like oh i can go back there and do that then um
0: get those health stims yo
2: yeah and, and granted, maybe. I don't know that there's some of that in Immortals where it's like, oh, I got this ability. Now I should go back over to the Athena area and I can get this thing. It's more of there you can is. kind of.
0: There are some things that are gated behind abilities. I'd never purchased any of the godlike powers, so I didn't actually go back and experience those things. But I know there are some. I think there are trials that are gated by god powers. Yeah. Okay.
1: I found at least one on uh, the very beginning of that game where on the, on the first island that you're at there's like uh, some sunken ships and stuff and if you go there you're not able to do anything so you have to wait until you get like the slow arrow
2: and a couple of the Oh other, that's true. Uh, that is true. Like the slow arrow get. especially is one yeah. of them. Yep. No, that's true. That's right. Yeah. Um so I don't know. I am I'm, I'm mostly just speaking for both games I guess and trying to cuz I know you guys were both super high on Immortals Phoenix Rising so I just figured it would be good to bring up the counterpoint before we slot in what's number one and what's number two. Yeah, I still had Jedi Fallen Order really
1: high. I had numbers number three, so um, yeah, it was my number three also. I mean, both are both are good, but I would in, in, yeah, I would prefer to have Immortals still high, but or higher, highest. Well, I had so I guess I had is so, number one, and that one's gone. So <laughs> well, I mean, my, me my too. number my, my number two then would be Immortal. So, so so here's
2: <laughs> here's the metagaming question. Do we not give Tom the satisfaction of his game being number one? And then we all settle on the game that none of us had as number one be number one. Uh, That's kind of
0: fun. Uh,
2: (laughs) That's not the wrong way to play this game, maybe. Or maybe it's the right way to play this game. I don't know. I mean,
1: I had a lot more fun. (laughs) Fallen Order was, was awesome. And it is a great, great game. But we all know, like my frustrations in the beginning with going to Dathomir, uh-huh. and that was just a super big pain in the butt. And I had to. So did your kids say like range some quit weird? And <laughs> did they say some weird
0: two? stuff to you in code with that? and, and they like Dad, you should get your drip in Dathomir. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just not uh, understand the instructions? Uh, no, I mean
1: that's I did. I, I listened to Gavin. That's what was the problem, as he said, "Go here, and you can get a double bladed lightsaber." And I went there, and I just got. Destroyed and ended up getting stuck, and then I ended up like like rage quitting, going back the next day, and was able to get out of there on on my first try. But it was super duper frustrating, and then the game got awesome. Like, it's a really, really fun and like I said, well polished game. It didn't break, nothing was wrong with it. It was just challenging, and uh, story is great, graphics are great, everything about it is, is really good, but I just had a lot more fun overall
2: playing Immortals Phoenix Rise. It's funny because um, Fallen Order kind of did the thing that, like, is the strategy that people take when they go into, like, Big Brother or Survivor or something like that, where it's like, I'm just going to just flow under the radar, and as long as nobody brings me up,
0: I'm not going to get eliminated.
2: Um, And then it got up to this point. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. That said, I just thought that was a funny observation. What are we thinking? What's number one?
0: just one quick anecdote there are two games on this list that i've gone back to since uh we finished talking about them for the show one was wolfenstein the new order and uh i was in a train station and i opened up a locker and i got my ass kicked by a robot and i'm like okay <laughs> uh, i don't think i'm in the right mindset for this right now and the other was jedi fallen order i got like 60 70 through while we were playing for the podcast i went back and beat it i I mean, I'm happy with either of these games being number one. If you guys want to troll me and have the game that none of us chose be number one, that's fine. It, but I would still put Immortals at the top of the list. I was going to say, uh, I
2: mean, looking at that same metric, I like I said before, this is the one game that I know I'm going to go back and beat. Um, I would like to go back and play more of Immortals. I think part of it is because it's got the whole... Ubisoft open world bloat where it's like I know there's at least thirty more hours of that game to try to get through it, and I know I was joking about Yakuza a bit, but you know maybe part of it is like quality over quantity, and in that sense, I think maybe Fallen Order kind of rises to the top as well.
1: I don't know. I'll leave it up to you, Tom. You had it as your number one. Like I, for for me, I would rather have Immortals as as number one, but. I'll let you be the end-all, be-all decision on this because you have it as your number one, but you've been kind of talking yourself out of it the entire time you've been here. That is true. Here.
0: Well, it's a story versus gameplay debate for me. That's ultimately what it comes down to. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order had a much better story. and Mortal's Phoenix Rising was just more fun to play. And, I mean, I've always... Brian loves to troll me because I am always a story-first guy, and he's very much a gameplay mm-hmm. guy. And so, like, we're two aliens from different planets, so... uh oh, I do not know how to break this tie. Like, this is very difficult for me. Like, I never thought that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order would even be in the conversation for game number one.
1: Well, the premise for us ranking everything was overall enjoyment, which you obviously enjoyed both of these games. You just said Phoenix Rising was overall more fun. Does that mean it was more enjoyable?
0: No. Interesting. The ending to Fallen Order is so good. I'm going to go with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order number one. All right. Wow. All righty.
2: So now the question is.
0: Both below Hades for me.
2: Really? I mean, I would say the same exact thing.
0: I could really, really, I could go the go either way, but Hades is such a tight, polished experience that is also super fun. I like the slow drip of like improvements. There's a lot to love with Hades, except that it's not on Game Pass anymore. Those dicks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. For me, I had Phoenix Rising above Hades, and I had Fallen Order below Hades. (laughs) So, (laughs) I guess if we're putting Phoenix Rising below Fallen Order, then I have to say it's below Hades, right? Probably. (laughs) Even though I don't necessarily agree with it. (laughs) It makes sense for our overall rankings.
0: I'll do one more quick rundown of our final rankings of the Game Pass Forever games we played in 2022. What a year! Number 12, Truck Blah. <clears throat> Number 11, Metal, Hellsinger. Number 10, Shadowrun Returns. Number 9, Marvel Avengers. Number 8, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. Number 7, Wolfenstein The New Order. Number 6, Sunset Overdrive number five outer wild sorry burns number four forza horizon five sorry casey number three yakuza like a dragon number two immortals phoenix rising sorry tom (laughs) number one star wars jedi fallen order you did
2: it to yourself but sorry
0: tom yeah well you guys talked me into it i'm very uh i
2: mean you're fine with it like two of your favorite games of the year were the top two i mean granted i love the games too so it's it's all good
0: well, looking at the games that I put up this year, like I put up Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I put up Immortals Phoenix Rising primarily because I thought you'd really enjoy it, Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was interested to get your take since we both hate Breath of the Wild. I think I didn't like a dragon. It's a good question. Uh, for no, to- was that
2: randomizer? No, it hey, was. The random- Wolfenstein was a randomizer, but the first thing that came up in the randomizer was Yakuza.
0: <laughs> yeah, back-to-back months. <laughs> I think That's I did right. that one. Forza Horizon. We just decided Outer Wilds. Burns you put up. Yep. Sunset Overdrive. Was that you as well, or was that, was that me? me? Oh, that was Casey. Wolfenstein. Can't remember. That was that
2: was randomizer. Randomizer. Because then we had to ask. Because it was actually That's the new right. Colossus that came up, and we had to ask people. Hey, can we play the first game instead? And they were like, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like all of my games are at the top of this list. I'm trying That's to think interesting. Of what other should ones?
2: Pick like not giant titles then. Because I put up Shadow Run.
0: You did Trek to Yomi, too. I did Trek to Yomi, too. Casey did Metal Hellsinger.
2: <laughs> it's funny. I think, like, three of them that I put up are the bottom three. Among Us, Mist and we Trek to Yomi. <laughs> we all put up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles,
1: right?
0: That's right, yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs>
1: really, like, we're just playing this.
0: <laughs> well, that was super interesting. Thank you guys for getting into a heated ratings discussion. Next month for Game Pass Forever, we play Nobody Saves the World if Burns is Still Here. <laughs> In Nobody Saves the World, you transform from a featureless nobody into a slug, a ghost, and a dragon in this new take on action RPGs from the creators of Guacamelee. Discover 15-plus distinct forms, mix and match their abilities, clear evolving dungeons, and... Save the world? Maybe. Burnsy, you put this game up. Why are you excited for Save the World?
2: So, I mean, I've, I've played... Um, nobody Saves the World. Yeah, I've, I've played a, a decent amount of Guacamelee. I, never, I don't think I got close to beating it. But it's a really fun, interesting... That's more of like a side-scrolling action game. Um, and so the fact that their next game, Drinkbox Studios, was going to be an action RPG is really intriguing to me. And I know John Munch played it a bit, and he was talking about how much he enjoyed it on um, on on Discord. This was months ago, because I think he played it right after it came out. And... Uh, so yeah, so it, it's kind of been in the back of my head ever since then as something to throw up at some point. And I know that like right now it's the holidays and everything like that. It's only a fifteen hour ish game, and so you know I felt I felt like it was something that would be meaty and fun to try, something different from the things that we've played, um, but also something that's digestible at this time of the year.
0: Lots of talk about digesting and throwing things up there, Burns. <laughs> Quick shout out to the OIO community on Discord We have a channel about Game Pass forever And I asked what people's favorite games were on Game Pass this year Kit Camel said Tunic Jim said Hades And John Munch said Wolfenstein So we played two out of those three games Yeah over the last two years.
2: And Tunic was up at one point. I think it almost, it was close, but it, it lost out.
0: Yeah, I've put it up at least once too. It's yeah. been close. That's a game I'm super intrigued by. But thank you to everybody in the Outside is Overrated community who is an active member of the community, who supports the show on Patreon, who uh, takes part in our Discord, which you do not have to be a Patreon for. Uh, if you enjoy this content, please back our show on Patreon. This standalone segment, Game Pass Forever, is tied to a specific tier of support. You can back us for as little as $2 a month, but at $10 a month, You get an extra podcast from Tom and Joey every single month. Check it out at patreon.com slash OIO. Anything you guys want to get on your chest before we sign off? So
2: whenever, for some reason today, it hasn't popped up into my head at all, but for some reason today, when you say the standalone segment, it always, it pops into my head now.
0: I stand alone inside. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh let's let's cut that and we will <laughs> use that as the intro for this segment. Come remember on. remember when
2: inside Oh no it was it was uh it was uh um um Oh fun. It was Limbo. Remember when Limbo was supposed to be the Game Pass game and it had been off Game Pass for like You're five months? Welcome.
1: <laughs> that's my contribution. That was the low light of the no <laughs> no low low light. That hey, would have been number one, but
2: Game Pass decided to take yeah. it off.
0: Yeah, I don't know Five, if it would have. I uh, I never made it past the first obstacle in that game. It
2: would have been above Trek to Yomi, but I don't know that it would have made it too much <laughs> higher.
0: Yeah, and now we'll never know. Thanks for ruining our fun, Casey. <laughs>
2: it might end up on Game Pass randomly sometime in the future. Who knows? Nope,
0: never. I checked. Never. Thank you so much for listening to this segment of Outside is Overrated. Stay inside, kids.